Hello and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley and this is a very special episode. Um, a few of you may have been listening to the Reduce to Clear Biscuits episodes that Shane was putting together a while back following the progress of the production of Reduced to Clear, directed by Alex Yusefi and Luke Allen. And I have to say, over the years of of putting the biscuit together, I've made so many wonderful friends, people with so many different abilities, varying abilities, and um, up to certain things and, and different trajectories at different parts of their lives. And um, these two guys are right at the beginning of what seems to be just this wonderful path of making movies, creating things that people enjoy. And it's been a, a real pleasure to get to know these chaps and, you know, everything that comes with that as well. This is the Q&A that we recorded in front of a live audience at the Wellington Orbit Cinema. It's the premiere of Reduce to Clear. And you're going to hear Alex Yusefi, Luke Allen, Simon Fisher-Becker and Gareth from Rockin' Horse. And you're going to hear some questions as well from the crowd. I'm not going to go on too much because I'm losing my voice. I've got a bit of a husk to my voice. I've got a bit of a cold. So I'll take it away. Enjoy the show. And I'll catch you guys at the end. Right till now, yeah. can you put into words how much hard work went into making that? What we just saw. To me. Okay. To you. We're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, how much hard work went into that? Yeah. Is this even switched on? Yeah. Okay. It's recording. Oh my you bad. Film, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of hard work went into this. So when we started writing back in July, was it last year? Yeah, around June, July last year. At yeah. that point when everyone was writing because it was locked down. Yeah. We didn't expect it to go as big as it did. We just wanted it to be like a small project between friends, and then, you know, once we started getting some like contacts the avalanche done yeah out. it sort of went and we were like well it would be weird if this bit's really done and then the rest is like just small with friends so we had to upscale everything and then doing all of that having to do press and making connections and stuff we really didn't expect it to be that big were there times where you sat down and thought what have we done yeah obviously, <laughs> obviously. put it back in the box it's all, um, when it started with uh, with um, Ewan McIntosh who you saw playing the uh, customer in the first scene in the shop um, where we I did a podcast with him a while ago and I just thought I've written this script might as well ask him um, unfortunately he really wanted to be here today and he can't make it because there's some filming commitments but he was the first person who we approached and then did not expect him to say yes and then not only that he helped us uh, he put some of his own money into it he helped us find people to support it and get the crowdfund started where that's where you may notice he got credited an exec producer as well it's his first time getting an exec producer credit so as a massive fan of The Office it's really cool to think we gave him a new experience as well yeah. um but yeah, it started with Ewan, and then very shortly after we approached Simon, um, and 
it all blew up after that. I, I still find it very surreal to be uh, stood up against Dorian from Doctor Who now. Yeah. And I've spent <laughs> days working with you. <laughs> um, and, you know, the, the crowdfunder, you know, the, there are dozens of people that start crowdfunders every single day and they don't go anywhere. You put a crowdfunder together and it just exploded. I mean, there's probably people in the room here, there most definitely are people here that contributed. Thank yeah. you, guys. Um, what does that feel like? pressure and t- having it done is nice and yeah. uh, we didn't get any booze which is good yeah um but it yeah it, it, it suddenly felt like hang on this has got to be good now like, yeah. and we've got to make it we can't just decide a week before and oh, no, i'm tired don't want to do it now yeah. <laughs> not that we would but no, we couldn't no. and that's quite mean. scary <laughs> yeah we couldn't go back and I pass the mic back to alex i've got to ask you i'm gonna ask you both right okay. so you both young, young working in film yeah um and your education starts now well it started from the moment you started studying for this as an education, what was this like for you guys? I mean, what I, I, I joked, I remember we both joked, but like the idea of we were like the least experienced people on our own set. There were so many people who knew what they were doing. And at certain points I thought, do they need a director? They could probably carry on without us. Yeah. Um, and it was, but enough from that and kind of everyone, th- th- there's also a big fear when working with people who know what they're doing, that they would want to take control of it all. But it was very much a, do you think we should do it this way or do you want to, it was all so much more casual and lovely and friendly that like, it's so much better than we could have expected. And the contacts we picked up is, you know, worth so much more than an actual course in film, I think. Yeah, have I flipped something? I don't think you flipped anything. <laughs> yeah, I agree that getting stuck in to it was the most educational part about it because things that you'd think would just run smoothly that you don't see when you're just watching the film, you know, they don't always go as smooth as you want them to. Oh, come on. What is it? I saw this and I thought of you. I was in shot. Yeah, we did just see it slightly then. Oh, did you? Come on. What is it? I saw this. Yeah. I saw this and I thought of you. Cut. I saw this and I thought of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was in. Yeah. And like getting people food, transport, getting people just looking ready. It's more than just, you know, get the clothes on. You know, you've got to take them to the salon. you got to drive them back and forth. And all of that takes loads of time. We had a costume design. We, we had, yeah. I, I didn't expect anything from that. And then I also didn't know. Well, admittedly, she said, you know, about being on set, and I thought, isn't the job done? No, the yeah. job was not done. Yeah, you uh, got there was so much, you know, costume continuity and the likes, or like uh, Dawn, who played Barbara, you know, she had those beads, and suddenly it's like, oh, it's a bit too loud. Oh, we've got the costume tape, all these things which we wouldn't have thought of that, like, would so easily have messed up the audio. And from personal experience, um, aud- bad audio is so much worse than bad video. As a podcaster, I have to agree. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, Simon? Yeah, well, I'd love to speak to Simon. Um, so, working with these young directors, how is it for, as an experience for you, Simon? Mr. Um, Simon Fisher-Becker. <laughs> yes. Um, it, um, I've always said that uh, young talent needs to be nurtured and encouraged, and this, this evening, is a perfect example and reason why I say that. You know, you're young, you're starting out, this is an early project for you, but... Uh, <laughs> It, uh, you clearly show in this that you have some sort of experience already and you're only 17. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I, 
I, I was chuffed to be asked. Being in the front row here, of course, uh, I did realise how huge I am. So um, I did realise, yes. Uh, but uh, you gave me something to do. Uh, I met new people. Uh, I've met younger people uh, and wishing them luck on their way. I've even met other people who've seen clips online uh, who said, why, why didn't you tell them about me? <laughs> right, so um, so which means they liked what they saw, and so uh, they would be very happy to work with you, which uh, that needs to be applauded too. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, you gave me something to do during lockdown. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> great. Um, and I've got to give a shout out to the guys from Rocking Horse as well because there's there's, there's some sort of like amazing sort of marriage happening across Shropshire where these great creators, directors, actors, film crew, all coming together and they're making these amazing, amazing projects. It's, it's, you can't help but think something special is happening here. I mean, I know you've worked with Gareth and the guys from Rockin' Horse and Luke as well after this. Have you got any- oh, uh, yes, I, I now feel that there's going to be a long-term relationship of some sort uh, and I'll be, I mean, I'm very happy to invest in whatever might be coming along in the future. Um, after all, you are my employer of tomorrow. <laughs> That's the way to look at it. Isn't it? Uh, you guys not, you no, I you need to come down here, sir. You do. Yes, you do. Come on. Give me a round of applause, everybody. Round of applause. So we'll pass the mic on to Gareth, the, the, the guy behind the camera. I know, yeah. You've heard him on the podcast before. Here's Gareth. Um, Working on this project, um, it's a big. It was a big project. Was, Lots of moving yeah. parts. What was it like yeah. for you guys? It was great. Um, I've said this to Luke before um, that because of lockdown and, and personal circumstances, Rocking Horse took a couple of years out when not a lot was going on. Um, tonight, for instance, I've been able to reconnect with some actors that I used to work, haven't worked for a long time. We're getting that back up and running. But if it wasn't for Reduced to Clear, this this short comedy film, nine ten minutes long, without that, um, none of it would be possible probably. So it, it, it is a bit of a, it's a huge passion project. I know we came with all our cameras and stuff, and uh, but we've made so many contacts. I mean, NASA, it doesn't have a name anymore. She's just NASA. Uh, Long Names, who's here. Helen, we've you know worked with. Uh, so many people have become, obviously Simon being the most obvious one. So many people we've got to know as, as colleagues and, and as friends. Um, and without what, what happened in the summer, uh, all the stuff we're working on now probably wouldn't exist. So, uh, so thank you guys, because without you, I don't know where we'd be now. So, oh, it's all right. <laughs> and I think I think one of the questions we all are wondering is: is there going to be another reduced to clear? Have you got plans to make another? We've joked it. We, I don't think yeah, it's serious. We, we've joked it, but we don't think that could happen. But who knows? Five, ten years down the road, we could go. I think one you know, one thing we've poten- we I've, I've potentially said, which I think would would come through in other projects anyway, is that the cast and crew we've gathered is amazing, and I think that were we to do anything, it'd be kind of like um, what Fierce Creatures was to a fish called Wanda. The idea of using the same cast and crew, having them play different characters. Maybe you know Ed, who was the lead here, might be a side character with a couple of lines, and we allow Simon or Winter to take you know the front or Josh. And I think that that would be sort of the best way to, to move forward, keep that style of comedy and do something else. But it, it all depends on people people spreading the word yeah. and hoping that 
this film does well in like festivals. And Alex, that. do you want to add on to that? No, I was. Oh, no, I just thought he was handing it over. There's a keyboard close to my hand, so I was like, oh. well, Does anybody have any questions you want to ask? Anybody in the audience? Yes? Thank goodness for that. When's the next one uh, going to be made? Like the next project? Yeah. Or just the next? This one's fancy. <laughs> yeah, so for each of us, it's different because I think. You know, you two have got one in the making. Which you have, you yeah. have been invited to be involved. I have been I invited. Should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll most likely be, you know, involved in yeah. some way or shape. But as that, in, what's that then? What's that called? You, you, plug. You, you do it. Oh, what you never asked. <laughs> you burnt it. You burnt it. <laughs> so um, we're making a care home drama. Uh, it's called Karen. The lady uh, playing the part of Karen. I won't make her get up, but she's just sat over there called Stephanie Gerard. Um, so it's set in a care home and basically, especially since lockdown and all the coronavirus and everything else, um, there's obviously a big spotlight on care homes and how poorly they've been treated. Um, and we want to sort of tell a few stories um, about how care homes should be and then how nowadays it's more about the money, it's more about balancing the books than it is about the people you're meant to care for. So Luke's been a big part of that. Alex was invited, but apparently he's a bit busy. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, you know, see if we can sign him up. But, um, but yeah, so a lot of the Reduced to Clear guys, um, NASA's involved with that. Long Names is involved with that. Sorry, I should call you actual names, but I can't actually remember them at this point. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it's, it's said with love. It's said with love. Um, also at the back, we've got um, Christy, who is a big part of, of Rockin' Horse. And, and th there's going to be plans to involve a lot of those people within within that project, but it's a long-term one. We're doing a feature-length pilot to start with, um, which we which will shoot in the in the summer, aiming for a Christmas release. And if that goes well, then hopefully we can we can take that on. I hope so. Yeah. So no pressure. But yeah. So that's what we're doing. But what are you guys doing? Right. So as at the moment, after this, I'm guessing it's going to be just like a short-ish yeah, break. We've, yeah. we've got an idea for what our next it's project is. It's the loosest of an idea. It is so it's loose. It's a title and a concept that we probably won't say. Yeah, we won't, we won't but say it's, that. It's, it's time too. It's, oh, <laughs> if Richard Curtis would allow that, I, I don't think Alex would do it. But, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, essentially what, what it would be is a probably a smaller scale to that and then we'll be preparing for something bigger and grander yeah um, to bridge the gap yeah it, it, it's very much a two cast members and like one extras. location kind yeah. of thing with a few extras yeah so smaller scale hopefully is funny hopefully we said smaller scale well. about this though didn't we, we did didn't we we first wrote this we first wrote this and we said we'll just get a couple of friends and family to be in it we don't need you know proper actors we'll manage yeah. it we'll just do it for fun and then what happened so yeah, goodness knows really um it's just, yeah, it's... Good question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm willing to be an extra as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. We've started. You got one? Simon. Yeah, it's, it's actually aimed at Simon because uh, Luke made the comment that um, they were two very inexperienced directors and, and he felt that the whole thing could have gone along quite nicely without them. I wondered, with the experience that you have, Simon, over years of... Uh, of working in environments like this what you felt about the direction they gave and did you think they were any good at first they were very nervous i don't know i have this effect on people <laughs> but uh, uh but once uh, once uh, i i helped them relax and things they were quite free to say what they wanted and fortunately uh, for an actor you just need short clear concise statements 
You don't need waffle that ends with the phrase, you know what I mean. <laughs> and, of course, you, you come away not knowing at all what they mean. Yeah, so they were very good at, uh, at saying what they wanted. The script was very good and short and concise as well. So that helped. Um, and it was a relaxed and, and good time. So um, I, ca- I don't recall. Did I make any suggestions to you? I don't recall. I was honestly thinking the other day, can I remember any directions I gave either? And that, that was what I, what, why I made that. And the, I mean, the, 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 directions, <laughs> the directions you gave me, which were very good, is reminding me where in the arc of the story yes. we are. Because for those who don't know, filming can uh, sometimes be out of sequence. And many a time I've been dead on my first day. So... Uh, <laughs> um, so, so that's a, that's a sort of, so no, you were very good, and we, we just sort of kept eye contact, really. But there was, at one point, I felt whatever I did, you liked it, which I really needed you to say, well, actually, we didn't really need that now. But uh, I was, my ego especially did enjoy it. So, <laughs> and, and seeing that sequence with about Don't Feed the Dog Shrimp, yeah. I completely forgot we filmed that. <laughs> So seeing it there. Not now, Mum, I'm thinking. The customer is always right. <laughs> when customer you are stuck, consult to the robot. The customer is always right. Consult to the robot. The customer is always right. Feed shrimp to the dog. Don't feed shrimp to the dog. The customer is always The dog. Amazing. But it was, it was a personal... Uh, Good experience, and as you say, meeting the rest of the cast, meeting some people I've never met before, and as always, you'll find this with loveys when talking, they'll they'll mention somebody who you also know, and uh, Carl Greenwood was a perfect example. <laughs> he lodged with my agent <laughs> a couple of Christmases ago when he was doing panto. I think he's lodging with her again now. Well, I hope so. so. He's doing panto now. So yes. <laughs> Well, there we go. So who's, who's that? There's a lady at the back there. Um, I can try and shout if it's easier. Yeah. She can shout. Okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll boom this to get it um, So I was just wondering, obviously you've worked on other projects in the past. What's something that you brought from that maybe didn't go quite as well in other projects or that you learned from? Obviously you're still studying, but you brought into this one and you noticed like worked this time round compared to the past. Or some variation on that. Yeah. Question. Well, as as Helen, you and Alex over there, who I worked on Unstable with, would be very aware of, sound was a big issue on on during the filming of that. We had didn't have any proper microphones. It decided to pour down with rain midway through a scene. So the first thing there was like, hmm, let's let's sort the sound out. And I actually, thanks to the Wellington Orbit. Um, a couple of years ago, came to the screening of a film called The Last Witness, um, where the sound guy happened to be present, along with the director, who I've also remained in contact with. Um, I got, but the sound guy, Billy Bannister, uh, which is a fantastic name, um, t- turned up, um, turned there, and I was like, I, I just finished making Unstable, and I was like, right, a sound guy, that's what I need. So I kept his details. Thankfully, he agreed. He came and did sound for this, along with uh, NASA, or Amy as his assistant, who's over there. Um, who, and, you, and you actually had to take over sound for the last day, being the most stressful sound day. But I, nothing stood out as being different. <laughs> so all amazing job on the sound, I think. We had eight audio tracks to work with. I was used to one, eight tracks on individual mics on everyone and all the booms. It was, 
it made it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's worth saying Billy's not here tonight, but but Anasa would, would agree with me that this project would, n- would not be what it is without him. He put an awful lot into it, didn't he? Yeah. You know, it, he was... it, it's, uh, I think one of the other things is I was very used to, on smaller scale stuff, knowing what everyone's job was in order to the case that like if suddenly someone wasn't able to do what they were doing, I'd know what to do. Billy turns up with this £20,000 sound equipment and all these things that I can't even describe. And it made me realise, I hope you know what you're doing, because I don't. (laughs) And he did. He's very good. And he also hugged me on on the last day, which means a lot. I hugged you like two weeks ago. You did. Was he here? Forgotten. Was there anybody else with a question? Anybody else? Over here? I, I think this will stretch. What would you advise to people um, who may be looking to get into the film industry? Because you've said that you've gained more from actually doing the work and putting the work experience into actually possibly being in college. So what would you advise on the education side? If you don't ask, you don't get. Just yeah, so I've, I've got to say it at some point. It's it's always been my motto. If you ask someone, like looking up to people like Simon and you know wanting to work with them, the worst you're going to get is a no. So why don't ask them? Send them an email. You know, contact their agents. Although to be fair, agents are probably more difficult to go through. Uh, but contact agents. Contact people. See them on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and just say, look, could you offer me some advice, or could you come and be and work on this? And you know, a no's not terrible, but you increase your chances of a yes by asking in the first place. Mm. Yeah. And also, um, accept anything. Like, if you're, um, you know, if it's an opportunity to be, be a runner, to be part of a crew, just take it, whatever it is. Mm. You, you know, because the contacts you'll make from that will be far better than what you learn in the classroom. Yeah. yeah. And also, if you've got, like, an idea, any idea, and you think, that, there's no way I can do that, just write it either way, because eventually it can be made, will be made. And there's not really many bad ideas... I mean, this started as a silly idea. I mean, it still really is a silly idea. <laughs> but, but we expanded on that and we got it made. And as long as it's made, good or bad, you've made something. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's my piece. We made a thing called Command Denominator. It's yeah. terrible, but we made it. <laughs> we learned. And yeah. on, the, on that note, I've got to say, I've been working with you for a while now, since working with Alex, with Unstable, and, you know, young director. Barely 16, gets in touch with me. And here I am from the Shrewsbury Biscuit in Wellington working with a director from Telford and a film crew from Oswald Street. And that's because I can see the potential here. There's something in Shrewsbury, that's uh, Shropshire, shall I say, that's happening, that's very special. Um, you've gone from strength to strength to strength to strength. You are a star of the future. And I think we should all give you another round of applause because this is a brilliant <laughs> And on that note, I think we should call it a day. Can Brilliant. I just oh, sorry. Go on, I can stretch it. This is my wife, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Come around>. Okay. <laughs> I want to say a huge thanks to, to, to Pauline, who I'll ran the, the audience. shop. Okay. The, right. A real one. The, who ran the shop that gave us loads and loads of props. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you all for attending. This is my little mini Oscar award for you people. I like this, okay. I have the golden envelope here with nominees. (laughs) And the nominees are Community Help, Reduced to Clear and Volunteers Needed. And the winners are... Drum roll. 
the mug. Great juice to clear. So I have some awards for you guys. This feels really like... Should we say that we had no idea this Yeah, this is... this is Luke. Thank you. Da, 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 da. So, for, for the audio listeners, oh. nice silver boxes are being handed out for these awards. Alex. One for Luke. Oh. One for Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Well done, well done. That's amazing. Oh. Thank you. That's lovely. Thank you. We've got to build that uh, awards cabinet now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, <that one>. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, hold on, my song. <laughs> Was there not one for me? No? How do you know these? Wow. We've made acquaintances now, maybe for next time. Um, thank, you, thank you very much. Yeah, that's lovely. Thank you. Henry will be honoured. He's he out there. Yeah, Henry's out there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, guys, for letting me do this. But let, thank you for letting me be a part of this. And here's to the, the next thing, which is Karen. Yes. We'll yes. be there for that. And um, thank you very much. Cheers. Right, you guys are going to have to bear with me. This is the fifth time I've tried to do this outro because my throat is killing me. So let's get this done. What an amazing event. I mean, what, you know, from the beginning right to now, following Reduced to Clear, from its infancy right through to it being filmed um, and to be at the premiere there, to see those glowing faces and to see everybody looking so proud of what they've made was a real privilege a great honor to be a part of and you know just because our you know this thing we've reduced to clear has ended doesn't mean that we're not going to follow um luke and alex and the guys at rocking horse of what they're making of course we're doing karen at the moment we're following karen because the way i see it is you know when one door closes another one opens and it's all about opportunity and creativity and you know following these amazing minds that are just going to create some great stuff by the sounds of it I would love for you guys to check out our website, which is www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. All of our content is available on the website. You can play it directly off there. Um, and it's made by our good friends over at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you check them out. They will make you the perfect website, wherever it, no matter what you've got, whether you've got a podcast, if you've got a band, if you're a photographer, if you've got a business, they will make the perfect website tailor-made just for you. So check out Web Orchard. Right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go and get a Lemsip or a Strepsil, whatever it is, to fix my throat um, because it's shot. I can't barely talk. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to come on this show, please get in touch. 2022 is going to be all about hospitality and community projects. So if you're out in the community and you are helping people around you or causing, you know, raising awareness, whatever it is you're doing, please get in touch. We want to speak to you. And also hospitality, restaurants, bars. Um, if you're a chef, if you're opening up a new bar or a new restaurant, we're going to be getting cameras. We're going to be doing some vlogs. We want to get in touch with you. So please email us, which is um, shoeswebiscuitpodcast at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you. We are here to help. Right, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you've enjoyed this and I'll catch you next time. Have a great day. 
Peace out.